as a church though this year, and I think it was you know, born out of what we've been through. One of the, the things me and Graham talked about last year was about re-emphasizing sort of some of our core values, some of these things of which say this is who we are, and they're listed here. That's not, yeah, no, both sides. That's good. The hope is found in Jesus, is expressed in family, grows in encounter, develops in learning, and transforms. Really good, aren't they? And so this year, we've spoken actually about the fact that hope is found in Jesus. Amen, eh? And that hope is, grows in encounter. I mean, that whole series about work of the Holy Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit. And Graham, sort of uh, two weeks ago, we were going to do a three-week series, but baptism interrupted. A bit annoying, isn't it? But um, we were going <laughs> to... Wasn't that great? Love baptisms. Yeah, six people baptized us. Woo! Right. But the thing was, we were going to do this thing, but Graham started a couple of weeks ago, and he talked about that God is a God of community. And we were going to talk about something else, but I was asked to speak about this simple word above me now, Hospitality. So, straight away, when I think about hospitality, I think about the, the parable of the, the Good Samaritan. And I think about Jesus, actually, when he always, he always went to those who were on the outskirts, you know. I love that. And you know, it was who Jesus eating and drinking, like with Zacchaeus. And I, and I think um, it's always a good question to ask ourselves, who is your neighbour? Neighbour. And are we a people who bring those who are on the outskirts, do we bring those in? But actually, I felt this real nudge to go in a bit of a completely different direction from that. And I wanted to ask today, what is hospitality and what does that look like at its core? Interestingly, and most of you know when I say that, it's probably quite interesting for me, but may not be for you. Okay, but hospitality, I like etymology. It's a, you know, the, where words came from. I like knowing where countries came from. It's one of the things, that, but I love knowing where words came from. And so hospitality, I'm like, where did this word come from? Nice Latin word. Next slide, please. Hospice. And we have this, you know, it's hospital, hospice, all come from this word. But also, so does host as well, and so does hostile which I found a bit strange, hostile. And why would that be? Because actually, the Latin, it means host, guest, or stranger, but also stranger or enemy. And I'm, I think that's a bit weird. But then you think, wait a minute, it was, if we looked at that in terms of maybe how Jesus was speaking, we go back to that good Samaritan and all the rest of it, who is your neighbour? <laughs> you know, these people on the outskirts, well, they're strangers. Their people actually are seen as enemies of society. So actually the, the definition of this word probably fits into how Jesus expressed hospitality himself. One of the definitions of hospitality is the relationship between a guest and a host. So this is my little grounding moment for you guys here. Our purpose of our time together and moving out into the world this week, I'm commissioning you as hosts that everybody you come into contact with this week is a guest. That's what it's going to look like, okay? You're all hosts, and everybody you meet this week is going to be your guest. Then I thought within that, I thought, 
when have I had, what, what, yeah, what is that going to look like? And when have I felt hospitality expressed to me? And I actually very quickly thought of a, of a moment when I really felt, this is, this is hospitality. And um, Right, so, I mean, if you don't know, so I worked for the church for a while. Before that, I worked in an oil terminal in Farrak in Essex. Um, and I used to have to travel there, used to have to commute, and I'd stay there. And one of the things was, I don't know, these places are open 365 days a year. So I've worked, I've worked Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve nights, Christmas Day, Christmas night, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, all those wonderful times when you want to be with your family and I've been staying 90 odd miles away and not been able to see them for a couple of days. Now, once again, if you know us, we've got four children. So you've got to then think, and then John's, John's on Christmas Day uh, at work and Tanya's at home with four children. So that's, you know, and sometimes, you know, that was a bit of a struggle. And one year, well, a few years ago, Matt and Michaela Skade, who are members of this church, they heard that Tanya was going to be on her own on, on Boxing Day. So what, they said, oh, that's not right. You're, you're coming to ours. Yeah, forget that. You're, you're at ours. And that's, that's what they did. And that has continued. So now, I mean, every Boxing Day evening, we go to the Skade's house because of this, this, what they said they do, and they just continue to do it. And I'll tell you something, I wish he was here because I really honour him. Because the fact is, if you've ever gone to their house and you're there, they always have a great spread of food. I mean, the food. Anything you think of, there's always tons of food. And drink, there's like, he's always, you know, John, I've got this, I've got wine, do you want a beer? Do you want? And he's got always there. And then they do, they sit you down and they've got recliners, which I love. And so they sit you there and they sit you in the recliner. And then you got your food, you got drink, and they run around and nothing's. You know, nothing's too hard for them. And you sit there, and we've said on a couple, on a couple of boxes days, we've left early because we said if we, if we don't, we might fall asleep. That level of comfort, because that is, that's another level of comfort, isn't it? And I just think, well, there you go, that's hospitality. That's what hospitality looks like. So, my amazing experience of hospitality, but actually, I wanted to go deeper with that. and what does God's hospitality look like? Last week, as different people shared their memories of the, our wonderful queen, someone asked her how she made, someone had, sharing this story said, uh, they asked her how she made people feel so comfortable and at ease, how she worked the room and engaged with different people. And she answered simply, well, I learned it from my father. Beautiful, isn't it? John 5, verse 19, Jesus gave this answer when he was asked about why he does. He does. He said, very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. So, so for ourselves... As we respond to this world, we should naturally seek out what the Father does. 
And so in my prayer for preparing for today, I said to God, is there somewhere in your word which I could illustrate this? And I really felt this Psalm 23 embodied this, this uh, yeah, embodied hospitality, God's hospitality. And I thought, wow, have I stumbled on this original thought of maybe Psalm 23, we can look at it differently as this psalm of hospitality. And then I Googled it and found that it wasn't an original thought whatsoever. That lots of people over many generations have looked at Psalm 23 exactly that way. It was just quite an obvious place to go. But in that Googling, I did one other person. They, they gave this, um, this definition to Psalm 23, this other title, and they called it a, a psalm that calms the soul. I like that. And I think actually there's a definition of hospitality within that. Hospitality calms the soul. It's me falling asleep on Matt Skade's reclining chair. So that's what I'd like us to do now, is we're just going to quickly work through Psalm 23 as a guide to God's hospitality. And so we read here, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He, lies, li- he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. And you know what this tells me? It tells me, um, next slide please, the hospitality is aware. If you see there, you know, green pastures, I shall not want, still waters, restoration, Leading These all say to me, they, these are all because God is aware of my need. We just sung it, which is always encouraging. But you know, this, this, this fact that, um, and I'll say this about Simon Pader put together that playlist and he sent me a message this week and said, I just wanted to share with you what I'm going to be, the songs I'm going to be doing. And it was Psalm 23 was one of the songs and I was like, I messaged him back. He said, thanks for that, really encouraging. But um, yes, so... Anyway, yes, as we just sung, God is well, he's aware of my need. I don't know if you noticed, I drink a lot. Be careful. No, I don't, you know, as in, I drink a lot of water. And uh, at home, I'm a great lover of orange squash as well. But one of the reasons I drink a lot, I think, is because I speak a lot. Um, but... Um, But when I'm, when I'm out at somebody's house, and I've got to be very careful here, I'm not trying to put any pressure on anyone, but the thing that I don't like is an empty glass. <laughs> you ever <laughs> said, no pressure, don't worry, I'm not, you know, it's not a judgment or anything. But you know, if you're sitting there with people and your glass is empty and you're thinking, oh, I really want to drink, I'm thirsty, and the person's just completely unaware. You know, I know that sometimes that is a sign of people saying it's time to go. But in general, you know, it's just a bit of a lack of awareness. Hospitality, I think, is aware. In the same way our Father is aware of our needs, we can look around and try to be aware of those around us. It is in looking around us, the amount of times on a Sunday, I've had, you must have had this, where you just get a glimpse into someone's life. They just, they say a word, they say something. 
And if you're aware, you know, you can pick up on that. How someone looks, and you can do that, so you know, you can do that in our everyday lives. Just look around ourselves a little bit more. Be a little bit more of a little bit more aware. You know, how does why is that person? Why they, they might be standing a little bit lower, they might be, you know, they might look sad, they might might say something and you think, what's in what's what why did they say that that way? You know what? It takes a lot of effort. But it's really important. I, I quite often will talk about if I'm driving um, and somebody wants to get in um, and I'll drive past them. And it's not because I don't want to let them in. It's because actually I haven't noticed them, which is really bad because I'm driving a car. And that's the thing, isn't it? But it takes concentration. It takes an effort. Hospitality is aware, but because out of that, Hospitality responds. First, uh, the first four, wonderful first four of Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. Awareness leads, I said, at least it should lead to a response. You'll notice just if we can go back to that slide one second, I'm using the King James Version. Because, you know, in, in other versions, they talk about the, you know, the dark, dark valley. I'm thinking, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it feels like a valley of the shadow of death, not just a dark valley. And, you know, when I'm in a valley of shadow of death, I want that big proclamation, a proclamation at the start of it. I want to be saying, yay. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because that's how it should be spoken, right? <laughs> it should be a declaration. So, King James we're going with, right? I love it. But this is the thing. I don't know who said it originally. It's not my quote. But the reality of being in a valley, we want God to swoop in and take us out when quite often he parachutes in to be there with us. How many times have you, I know personally I've felt that. That reality of thinking, God, how am I going to get through this? And I get through it. God didn't get me out, but you know what? He walked every step of the way with me. That's a response. That's God's response saying, I am with you, in, even if it's the shadow of death. Our response in terms of being hospitable lies in parachuting in, giving people our time, listening, comforting, allowing people to lean on us at times, being with someone without our agenda. Our response is a heart response of love, of recognising where someone is at, and then seeing someone in the valley and declaring, we'll walk with you. And within that, we are generous because hospitality is generous. Next slide, please. And this is probably the main reason why people look at Psalm 23 as a psalm of hospitality because of this verse specifically. 
you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. These are declarations of generosity. God is generous. Look at the gift he gave to mankind in Jesus Christ. Our sins forgiven, death beaten, shame, guilt, condemnation destroyed. And there is more, there is always more. We get the promise of his presence, access to the Father, the gifts of the Spirit, purpose, identity, and you know that I could go on. Our God is a generous God. You know it says that there, it says there's a table prepared before me. Right? You know on that table it's not just a bit of bread and water. You know that that's going to be full. That's the way God is. David shared those verses from John. He said that word lavished. <laughs> that's our God. Lavished. Fantastic word. In Titus 3, verse 5, we read this. He saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Poured out generously. This is our God. And it is a challenge, but learning from our Father God to emulate him is to be generous in our hospitality with whatever we have. If we have time, be generous with your time. If you have resources, whatever that looks like, be generous with it. It's about taking what we have and pouring it out. Read this in Luke chapter 7, starting at verse 41. This is Jesus and he's talking to the host actually in the house where he's been invited to dinner. And he says, two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. So he forgave the debts of both. Now which one of them will love him more? And Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman, this woman that people were judging. And he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss. This woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head. She has poured out perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven as a great love has shown, whoever has been forgiven, little loves little. This woman displayed generous hospitality to the King of Kings, to God incarnate with all that she had. And even though it was only her tears and her hair that she had to wash Jesus' feet with, what she had, she poured out. And finally, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Because hospitality is a way of life. It's not an event. Quite often, I think, and we do this it's very good. 
you know, that we invite people around for dinner. And, but, you know, that just, I think we're very good at it as a church. Lots of people invite others around for dinner. That's great, but that's an event. <laughs> Hospitality is a way of life. When I talked about Matt and Michaela Scade and their, their display of hospitality to me and my family earlier. If you know Matt and Michaela Skade, you'll know that that's the way they are all the time. And I know people here, I can look around now and I think, ah, oh, you are so, oh, you are hospitable. You are amazingly generous and aware and responsive. And I look around and I think we've got quite a few people in this church just like that. That's really exciting. But I also know if you spoke to them people, I suspect it didn't just happen. It was something that they've, you know, it's been something probably they've, they've built up over years. We need to continue to grow and become more fluent and natural in our hospitality. We are saying this is part of the DNA of who we are, that we are hope expressed in family. And I said, as a church in general, I think it's an area where we are, we're good. But we don't rest on our laurels. We don't come across from this place of pride or arrogance. We sit there and say, yeah, you know what? And we want to grow in that. We want to be more like the Father. We want to emulate him who we follow. Once again, it takes effort. Hospitality is aware. Hospitality responds. Hospitality is generous. And it is a way of life. And yet, in finishing, I would make a further point. Most of you know, if you don't, you about to find out, I'm, I'm actually originally from Northern Ireland. And usually at this point, I make a joke about my accent. Because I, and this is the thing, you wouldn't really, if you didn't know me, and I was talking to you, you wouldn't think, oh, he's, just, he's another Englishman. It's all right. But you know, that's the thing. Is, and I, but actually as well, I know if I go to Northern Ireland, that's exactly what they think of me. There's, there's an Englishman. Now, I was watching, I don't know if anyone else has seen it, the beautiful film by Kenneth Branagh called Belfast, a place of my, and my, my family and my brother's birth. So it was like, I actually watched this with great anticipation, thinking this, this, is, a, this is a film set within the Troubles in Northern Ireland, once again, a time we were born in that place. And it is, it's a lovely film. And at the end, he does this type of dedication that comes up on the screen, and it says... To those who stayed, to those who left, and to those that we have lost. And there was a thing in there, there was a moment for me when I thought, you know, I'm sort of this Irish person that's got an English accent, um, and when I'm in Ireland, I'm the English person that they don't really think is Irish. And, but in that moment when I read that dedication, I suddenly thought, oh, that's me. I'm one of those. I'm those who left. And I, I know, there was, there was a sudden real sort of sense of um, belonging in me. You know, it was like, yeah, that's me. I'm one of those. We have a, 
a country that is, sorry, a world even, that struggles with identity and who they are. And I think one of the core reasons why hospitality is so important is because it makes a declaration to this world that you can belong here, that you belong. I really want to really want to say to you today, you know, you might look around and think, I'm not as spiritual as whoever. You know, I can't talk like John. You might look around and think, you know, I can't sing like John. That's a good thing. You might tell whatever, you might look around and think, I don't know if I fit. I don't know if this is really me. I don't I want I really I want to shout out to you. You belong. You belong. I've actually, I wrote down that actually I believe that that's the war cry of hospitality. We can be all these things. And why are we going to be these things? Because we want to declare to the world, you belong, come. We want to love you. We want to see your life changed by the transformational power of Jesus Christ. You're welcome. You belong Let's, let's be aware. Let's respond. Let's be generous. Let's live it out. More and more people will find out that they belong to. Just going to pray. God, I thank you for your hospitality. Thank you that you are so aware of my needs. Thank you that you... You respond to me. Thank you for your generosity and the constancy of who you are in my life. And I just pray, Lord, pour out more of your grace on us, encourage us, Lord. May we all just choose to follow you, inspire us, Lord. We want to be more like you. I want to be more like you.